Hello, and welcome to Ascend, the physical therapy podcast to help you step up your rehab and elevate your game. I'm Dr. Lisandro Sanchez, a physical therapist based out in the Chicago suburbs, joined by John Daly, a physical therapist in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. John, uh, good to hear from you. Uh, last week, we talked a little bit about Mike Trout and his calf strain, how he's going to be out for about six to eight weeks. Haven't really heard anything new, but we talked a little bit on kind of the mechanism of injury. Uh, what kind of things to look for if we're injured, and then a little bit of the rehab. So we talked, you know, eccentric contractions, so that lowering, walking backwards, going downstairs. Anything you want to add regarding last week? Uh, no, I think you, you covered it all there. Uh, I think that leads us into this week's segments where we're talking about biceps. You know, uh, summer's coming up. What they say, out, sun's out, gun's out. <laughs> So we're going to have a lot of people hitting the gym trying to get their bodies right uh, for the June, July, once this rain starts to clear up. I know out here in Dallas, it's been a pretty rainy last two to three weeks. It feels like we're almost in Seattle. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> uh, we've been getting some of that rain, too, up here, but it, it's been hot. And it's, you know, people getting back at the gym. Uh, restrictions are easing up in terms of, you know, CDC guidelines. So people also itching to get back into the gym and also playing some outdoor sports. I know I started my softball league a couple of weeks ago. It's not going as well as we want, but it's nice to be out there and active. And I know a lot of people are, are finally doing things outside, going back in the gym, feeling comfortable going back in the gym for the first time in really over a year. Uh, and with that comes, comes some injuries, you know, p- people slow themselves down thinking they can get back to it as quickly as they could before the pandemic, but are realizing Okay, maybe we need to ease into it. One of those things um, we've kind of touched on briefly, but we'll go into it more today, is shoulder impingement. We talked about that, I believe, in our first or second episode. Um, But today we're going to go even further than that. We're going to discuss a little bit of the biceps, the different strains, the tendonitis, if you want to call it. I know in the medical field, we're going more towards tendinopathy. Um, But it doesn't really matter what we call it, right? It's pain in the shoulder. Usually, and pretty common in overhead athletes and people that are doing lifting forward. Uh, If you want to touch a little bit on that and the mechanisms that go into that and why we get some pain going upwards. Yeah, so uh, again, we're talking about, you know, our weekend warriors coming back, uh, getting ready to go out for the summer. So there's a lot of different ways we can have these injuries that occur in the gym. Uh, I want to start off by quoting my man, Jay Cole. (laughs) <laughs> and his, his his new album that came out it's pretty great called pride is the devil so when we go into the gym <laughs> our our body speaks to us and we have to listen to it sometimes we we get ahead of ourselves thinking you know hey before this happened i was lifting you know 20 30 pounds more than this so i'm just gonna do me a quick little warm-up get in there and then just start it try to go where i was at you know, five months ago, and I haven't lifted in, in five months. And and that sets us up for failure. Um, so listen to your body when you go into the gym. That's that's the first thing. And, and we can cut out a lot of these injuries that happen from lifting too much weight that we're not ready to. It kind of happens because that and no warm-up routines or stretching or whatever your body needs to be able to ready, uh, ready up to lift. So Absolutely. Yeah. We, we don't want to have to serve ourselves a slice of humble pie but we want to ease into it. You know, that, that doesn't mean you're going to go in there lifting the one pound weights right away, but as long as you're doing the motions correctly, then you're helping yourself go ahead and move forward 
without overtaxing the body right away, right? It, you got to build, you got to set the foundation so that long-term you're setting yourself up for success. Uh, now in, in our gym goers, that can come in many forms, right? We don't really lift overhead per se, unless you have a job that requires you to lift overhead, like a, a painter or somebody that is doing auto work or a mechanic overhead laying on their back, right? So it's not really in most of ours day-to-day life especially those of us that are getting back in the gym, we do lift a little bit overhead. Our shoulder is a little bit more involved, not just if you're strengthening the shoulder, but if you're strengthening the bicep, you're strengthening your back, you're strengthening your chest, all comes into play into getting those good mechanics of the shoulder because the last thing you want to do, have your shoulder blades start to rotate a little bit early or rotate a little bit late and you start to irritate some of those rotator cuff muscles uh, into the acromion or that overhang of this of the shoulder blade. Um, so that's where we really want to keep an eye on our mechanics so that we don't stress those muscles and so that we don't stress the biceps tendon. Because um, that bicep tendon sits in a nice little groove, and if it gets irritated, it's bumping in a bone side to side um, and can irritate also the uh, ligament that's holding it in place. Yeah, the how the body works is pretty funny. Um, injuries are going to occur. I mean, even if we take all the precautions, you know, we we don't preach what we practice sometimes we may get injured uh and when that happens there's different things we can do to kind of get us back into the gym back into lifting that we were you know what we wanted to lift as far as weight wise or frequency repetitions as far as whatever your your training regimen is mm-hmm. uh, the first phase i really like to to take care of is is kind of stimulate that area so you can get in there and you can kind of do a, a self massage Oh, yeah. Uh, wherever you feel that pain at. So you can go up and down your arm, put your arm in that 90 position like you're about to do a bicep curl, uh, palm up and just touch around your arm. See where it's sore at. If it's if you find that spot, you know, you can rub on it a little bit. That It's OK unless it's a, it's a tear. Now, if it's a tear, you can usually tell uh, if you're squeezing your hand or you're doing a bicep curl, you're going to have a big a glob of tissue kind of in the middle of your bicep, which we call a Popeye sign uh, because it resembles the, the Popeye character. The um, That's a that's an old show. Uh, I don't even know when that was from, though. Uh, that's, that's, that's before <laughs> our time, but somehow I still get the reference there. Now, for those out there that don't know what, what a bicep curl, essentially arms are hanging at the side, and you're trying to bring, with your palms up, trying to bring your palm up, to touch your shoulder while bending at the elbow. That's what a bicep curl is in a nutshell. There's a ton of different variations, but when you're doing that, and if you start to feel some pain, again, shoulder pain is very general. It can be in the back, can be in the front, but what you're looking for is for it, if you can come across, if you can start at your clavicle, so that would be your collarbone. You can kind of follow your collarbone out, out to the side, and then you'll hit a little bit of a groove And then it'll feel like you're hitting a bone. So again, more firm, but in that groove, you'll feel your finger kind of slide down. Now, once you're in the groove, you start to go down into the arm, like you're heading towards the elbow slowly. Now on the top part there, that's where you might start to feel a little bit of pain. That's your bicipital groove where you usually, most cases, our bicep tendon lives. If you're starting to have pain in there, that's usually where you want to start to, again, you said the self-massage, You kind of want to go across it like a guitar string. You want to go for, you know, three to five minutes. Should be comfortable. Shouldn't be increasing your pain too much. 
but it, it might be a little uncomfortable. And you're going to want to go back and forth for a couple minutes so you can help get blood flow to the area. Because by doing that, you're causing the blood vessels to open up. You're getting blood into the area, which is going to bring nutrients to that tendon, which may be a little irritated. And as well, you're, you're creating a little bit of a, a mechanical response to help realign collagen fibers to help increase the tensile strength of that biceps tendon. Yeah, but you hit the nail right on the head there, uh, especially with going into this rehab phase. We really have to learn how to put stress on the muscle. So there's different variations that we can do, like you were saying, with the bicep curls. So I think the key thing is that we have to find those variations where we can kind of trick the muscle to have stress. That's why I like eccentric uh, muscle contraction so much. And that's just basically the lowering phase of any workout that you do. So for example, our bicep bothers us, uh, doesn't bother us when we just hold it by our side and we curl up our arm. But say we, we lift up our arm and our bicep starts to bother us there, right? What we can do is we can, from that point, extend that arm out. What that's going to do is lengthen the bicep, and then we can slowly lower our arm down. So we're kind of tricking it to where it doesn't have to work as hard. So we're lifting. We would lift that arm up to that point that where we feel a little bit of discomfort, extend the arm out, and then slowly lower it down. That way we're continually putting stress on that uh, muscle, ligament, and, and all the tissues there. Yeah, I I think if you do that, you're already setting yourself up for success because you're reteaching that muscle how to how to load itself when you're lowering it down. One thing I would add is if you can start with your palms down before you bring them up and then start to rotate your palms up, that might give you a little bit more of that concentric, so against gravity, contraction, shortening the muscle. And then doing the opposite, so rotating the palms down as you come down. Because the, the biceps, I don't know if a lot of people know, it, obviously curls for the girls is really common, and that's what we think about when we think about biceps. But the biceps works at three different joints. It works at your shoulder joint, as well as at your elbow joint. Um, and then it also helps to do what we call pronate and supinate, which is to turn your palm upward. So we need to make sure we're working it through the whole range of motion. Now, early on, I'd probably say, Let's focus on whichever motion is the most painful. So if raising your shoulder up is what causes the most pain, focus on that range of motion. If it's while you're turning your palm up or using a screwdriver, focus on that motion. If it's bending at the elbow, focus on that motion to start. And then you can start to add in maybe one of the other motions and continue to build off that. So eventually you can use that, that shoulder and that biceps through that entire range of motion. So to add on to your point, uh, we can simplify the terms. Uh, so the biceps, triceps, any muscles of the arm, people would like to think of it as a push and pull, right? So we have the biceps, simpler term is the, the pull muscle, triceps is the push muscle. So we can incorporate workouts uh, for rehab where we're working push and pull routines, a pull for the biceps. So that may be a pull up, a um, chin up, because those are all pull workouts maybe some back rows. Those are, again, pull workouts, and we're generally strengthening those uh, bicep muscles where we're kind of strained and injured at. Yeah, and as you get into the later phases of rehab, again, early on, you want to start not with a whole lot of weight. Uh, you want to be able to add in a couple pounds as long as you're feeling that motion isn't increasing your irritation with the pull muscles later on. Again, 
people do pull-ups, people do chin-ups. Some people aren't able to. So one thing you might want to consider is just simply a bicep curl. The, the best way to strengthen the muscle is doing exactly what it does. So I know I said it earlier in the lower end of the shoulder, but even, even bringing up the dumbbell, bending the elbow, bringing up the shoulder, bringing up the arm a little bit to shoulder height, that's going to be a great workout as well. I love the one you said about the rows. Rows are a really good one where the biceps isn't necessarily the main mover. That would be more into your back muscles, your lats, your rhomboids. But you're still using the biceps to help stabilize the shoulder and bring it back and still giving it a pretty good workout. So that's a good one to do later stage rehab. Another one I really like are bent over barbell rows or barbell curls because then you're just giving that muscle just a little bit more of that uh, gravity. So gravity's giving it more of a pull, making it work a little bit harder. Yeah, I think we hit on some good points here today. Uh, so last thing I want to touch on here is what we may see or the timeline I expect to see for somebody that goes into the gym this weekend, strains their their bicep muscle, doing too many curls or whatever exercise they're doing. Now they're having pain in the bicep or the shoulder area. Um, timetable, realistically, it, it really depends on the person. So we really have to analyze kind of like what weight they were lifting before uh, and what level they want to get back to. But I would say general timetable for a lot of people would be somewhere between six to eight weeks where we can really try to build up to full strength and try to progress from there. Yeah, depending on that severity. We, we talked about the calf strain last week and about the different grades in the strain. Just to recap on, on the different gradings of, of a strain, because really when we're talking to bicep strain, it's the same grading scale as the calf. So you're looking at grade one strain. Um, less than half of the fibers are torn or, or frayed a little bit in the bicep itself. You're looking at grade two, where about half of the tendons are frayed or torn. And then a grade three is, is a complete tear where, where the bicep becomes detached. So if you're looking at more of the, the grade twos, then yeah, six to eight weeks is very realistic. If you're looking at more of a grade one, it might be as simple as just taking a step back, seeing somebody for a quick movement screen, or just seeing, okay, am I moving symmetrically on both sides? You can do that with a mirror, seeing if your shoulder is elevating or compensating in any other, in any other way compared to the one that isn't uh, in pain. If you're having sharp pain, that's where it might take a little bit longer. But the important thing is, continue to use your shoulder. You don't want to completely uh, ignore it and rest it so that it just gets weak, but you're not really fixing the problem. You want to slowly start to incorporate some motion, even if it's out without weights, even if it's just using your arm to come up and down and seeing if, you know, a week or two weeks of just decreasing the amount of weight or decreasing how much uh, repetition and set-wise you're doing can help ease off a little bit. Um, like we were saying earlier, exercises like rows where the biceps isn't a primary mover, that's going to be a great one because you can see, okay, is the bicep feeling okay? Is it moving okay without doing all of the work? That might help you gauge a little bit. Okay, am I ready to step up and do some weights? Or maybe I need to hold back another day or two before I start targeting that bicep specifically for a full, full-on workout. Yeah, I think that that wraps it up pretty good there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have any other closing remarks, do you? Yeah, I would just say, you know, if you're, if you're having pain in the shoulder, just just take a look and examine it. So if you're doing a little bit of a cross-friction massage, expect to be a little bit sore. 
Uh, I never like to tell people they'll feel worse after doing some of the stuff that we tell them in the clinic, but I always like to prepare them for what they should know. So if you're rubbing against that tendon, three to four, five minutes, you're going to get blood flow to the area and it's essentially going to be a workout for that, that tendon. It's going to be sore the next day, a delayed onset muscle soreness. We call it DOMS, lasts for 24 to 48 hours. As long as that muscle soreness, feeling like you got a good workout and decreases, you should be okay. Now, if you start to get some sharp pains, uh, maybe a little bit more severe achy pain, maybe it might be time to go in and see a movement professional like a physical therapist to see if they can evaluate you and figure out the correct treatment path to get you along the way. But again, I think some of the things that we mentioned should help. If it doesn't, that's where you might want to consider coming in, getting it figured out so that you don't waste the whole summer, you know, starting up and then tapering back because you're getting that recurrent pain. We don't want you to lose out on summer. Hey, man, you sound like you know what you're doing. <laughs> Once in a while, you know. <laughs> Where can the people find you at? Uh, people can find me at, at Lozandro PT. I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. John, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, Instagram. And that's at John Daly, J-O-N underscore D-A-I-L-E-Y dot D-P-T. All right. Well, uh, so next week, what are we gonna uh, talk about? we'll talk about... I think we're going to go back to baseball, maybe. Um, We're in between a couple topics, but I think we have some interesting ones lined up. I heard uh, heard Christian Yelich for the Brewers just came back from a little bit of a back injury. We could talk about about that a little bit. I like that one. All right. right. right, Well, you have yourself a good rest of your day. You too. We'll look forward to hearing from you soon. Take care.